You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network audio. Welcome to the first session of the first season of Die As Cast. My name is Kevin Cork. I'm the DM, and I'm going to be leading these intrepid explorer player characters through the Midgard world. (sighs) Yeah, always good. The (laughs) IEPC. All right, we'll quickly start with a quick reintroduction. Hopefully you've sat down and listened to the session zero. If you haven't, please go back, listen to the session zero. It took us a long time to record and about four days. It's very funny. It's very quippy. It's so fun. Yeah, it's very funny. So funny. Go back and listen to the session zero. Kevin's holding a gun to his (laughs) weapon. I don't know what he expects us to do. Why are you jumping in? Don't jump in right now. Go back to the session zero. You don't have any background. You want to hear the nuance, the layer, the depth, the pathos, the mythos. The mythos. I just thought it was cool. You get to hear me hear that Diego kissed a frog for the very first time. (laughs) My true and honest reaction. I just want to clarify. I didn't kiss a frog. My character. Yeah, it was kind of outside of the game. It was crazy. Uh, Yeah, that's actually a very good distinction. (laughs) No, I got kissed. I was the frog. (laughs) I was the frog. They kissed me. Let's start with our introductions. Let's start with first with our. Care Bear of Terror, our, our <laughs> amazing panda king, Gideon Sweets. Hey, y'all. My name's Gideon Sweets. I am a rogue swashbuckler. Uh, some people also might call me a pirate. I am happy to be here. And we also... Oh, sorry. Played by Griffin Cork. <laughs> <laughs> we also have the goth queen of the Care Bears... <laughs> I said Care Bears. Be Care Bear every time. We're all Care Bears. It's kind of, yeah. Okay. Care Bear campaign. Okay. Pretend they didn't say Care Bears. We have the Goth Queen of the uh, the. No, actually, let me start over. You really want to say Care Bears? I do. I just want to say it again. But let's find something different. I'm trying to. I'm trying to illustrate sweet and goth. We have a girl who has the, a goth exterior, but a heart of. Gold. Like a Tootsie Pop. Like a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> I am Maeve Maldorava. I am happy to be here as well. This is my very charismatic introduction. <laughs> <laughs> By the next episode, it'll be slick. Oh, it'll be so slick. And finally, we have our rampaging celery of power. <laughs> our Care Bears. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Care Bears. The King of the Woods. Chisk, what's your full name? Give us your full name. It's just Chisk, but uh, I, I am of the pinion, so you can call me Chisk of the pinion if you like. And pinions 
in this world are a heretic breed of pineys. Right. That's actually a question I didn't ask in the uh, uh, session zero. Are you like a tree with legs or are you like a person with barky skin? I'm more like a person with barky skin. I I'm, I'm apologize if that was offensive. I appreciate it. <laughs> How dare you? Come on, Gideon. Read the room. <laughs> not not like Maeve called me a bench last <laughs> episode. <laughs> I say you are my bench friend. It is a compliment. <laughs> yes, I take, it, I, I take it as one, so thank you. It's, only yes, her, wood, it's her only wood reference. In the uh, world, pineys start off very tree-like, and it's Mm. only once they leave the woods that they start to develop more human characteristics. So it could be that we'll see piney or we'll see chis get more human and less wooden. I want to be a real boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good. That's a lot. No, no, no. So perhaps I do. Hmm. (laughs) Pinocchio. (laughs) <laughs> and uh oh we're sued i uh, <laughs> i should also say um mavis played by uh me madeline hunter smith just in case griffin <laughs> wants to put that where it should go uh i'm gonna keep it where it is i want everyone to know that you forgot okay I, I, that's fine i also <laughs> didn't forget my uh chisk is played by diego strato i didn't forget that's okay all this proves is that griffin's narcissistic and needs to make sure that his name is heard and no one else <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Kevin Cork. I'm the DM, and I'm going to be playing all the other characters in the <laughs> background. I'm playing all the extras in this three-character drama. All right. So let us begin. There is a light wind blowing across the ruined plains far off to the south You see the glisten and uh, sludge-like feeling of a winding, choked river. Up this river comes a tiny, yet majestic ship known as the Giant Autumn. (laughs) As we zoom in on on the ship, you see perched in the bow, holding holding a pose very Titanic-like, and humming a, a majestic song to himself, the young bear folk by the name of Gideon Sweets. Santiana lost a day away, Santiana. And, and away we go along the plains of Midgard Coast. That's pretty good. Uh, so you guys... It's, it's from TikTok. <laughs> Uh, no, no. I think if, if there's bear pirate songs to be sung, I think of the three of you, you're the one to sing them. But <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but we'll have to hear how the other two sound. If they sound better than I you, really w- then I you don't get to do them. I wasn't going to say anything, but then you said I was humming a tune, so I was like, okay. Yeah. No, I think I think you would have like a bear <laughs> squid jigging type song. So the uh, the ship is rolling into the town. Uh, really more of a it's a grand palace but it's by itself it is called the seat of mavros so the seat of mavros is the most holiest of places for the god mavros mavros is the god of war god of soldiers fighting and every year throughout all of midgard there is the mustering so each in each city and town Fighters of various types, of all types, compete to see who will be 
their local chosen of Mavros, and then they all make their way to where the seat of Mavros is to compete. For Gideon, you are there because your ship has been chosen to send the pirate queen. She has been chosen from your city. She is going to compete to become, hopefully become, the chosen of Mavros. Uh, you spend some time sailing up from your town. Remind us of your town. My town is called the Gosta Cliffs. Right. So the Gosta Cliffs is a seaport town. It's on the southern edge of the Western Waste. It's on it's on the ocean. It's basically a conventional town. The Pirate Queen, her name is Faye Bladewalker. If there are anyone going to do good at the mustering, you know it's got to be Faye. And Faye is a halfling. Oh. And she is a swash, a senior level swashbuckler. You've seen her fight. She is phenomenal. This is her first time actually getting involved in the mustering. And she easily won at the cliffs. So she has asked you, one of her, one of her ships, to take her up the river. The giant autumn has been chosen because this river is pretty... It's not a great river. <laughs> yeah, there ain't a lot of water left, but uh, yeah, we, we, we kind of rules whatever sea's left. He yeah. y'all. <laughs> yeah. Like that. The captain is very familiar with the river, with the twists and turns, so he has spent uh, a lot of time sorting a lot of that kind of stuff out. The river itself is called the Milano. So you've spent time going up this river. It's really swampy. There's lots of marsh. There's lots of shallow areas. So really, hers, hers was the only ship to be able to head it up here. However, your captain, Pottings, Captain Pottings, has made the run several times. Uh, there's several cities, uh, several ruins that you could go past. Uh, the most significant of one is the Mercurial Tower. Uh, that's uh, visible from the from the river. It's it's a ways from the river, but you can see the ancient towers. We're gonna stop there one day. Yep. Heard there's great soup. There is <laughs> great soup made at the base of the towers. Soup there. <laughs> and canon. in saying that, I've I've established canon. <laughs> yeah. The soup soup tower. The the soup tower, as it is known, oh, no. <laughs> amongst the smugglers and sailors are left over for one of the ancient magocratic cities that ruled this land 400 years ago. So in addition to uh, ruins and crypts and dungeons and things, there is a strange, strange collection of animals, all of which are caught and cut up and put into the Mercurial Towers soup. I heard they call it, they just, they call the soup a gamble. They, they don't give it a name. It's just called the gamble. There you go. <laughs> They're never smiling when they give it to you either. Yeah, they kind of, they kind of wink, but you also see them cry. Uh, I think what they would do is they would all gather around to see, watch the, re- the reaction. <laughs> it's kind of like a bad birthday celebration out of milestones. <laughs> the chef, she's a knollish woman uh, in her senior years. I have a feeling we're not going to get to the Mercurial Tower for another 45 sessions. <laughs> we're going to forget <laughs> all of this. Yeah, no, we're not We're not forgetting it. I'm actually writing down soup cannon right now. <laughs> I love it. So, I'm glad this happened. So anyway, you just, you just sail right past that. <laughs> but you know the rich history. Boom. <laughs> and so you get to port, if you can call it that, of the seat of Mavros. It's really just two temporary docks that have sort of been pushed out into the water. The The river widens up and you see a variety of small craft. Uh, there is a huge temple. Basically, the, the this is the 
temple for Mav- Mavros. So, I mean, I mean, obviously every big city has a temple, uh, or at least a lot of the big cities have temples to Mavros. This is um, a, a monster fighting pit. It's a big arena. So the temple itself is a celebration of fighting and fighting skills. So what will happen here is... Over the next seven days, there are impromptu fighting pits that have been created around it. But the final eight will fight in the seat itself. The seat itself seats about 40,000. There's no admission unless you are a fighter or someone that has competed. So this is a... It is a huge celebration. All around the temple itself has sprung up this massive tent city that exists in in grand form over this next week. So there are people, there's travelers, there's entertainment. It's like Burning Man. It's like like Burning Man where they actually burn men. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Is Faye Bladewater on the ship with me right now? She is, yep. Uh, Well, so first I'll, I'll say... We are coming into port, and then I want to go. I want to go talk to her. You um, bet. Here's what I don't know. Do I know how to address her? Do I say Your Majesty? Uh, she's the pirate queen, right? Yeah, she is. She is the pirate queen, but she's pretty casual. You would be. Okay. Uh, she very cool. She's actually really chill. You are one of ten <laughs> ships she has in her fleet. Uh, you're the only one that works the river, so you wouldn't have met her before. And she would have. Uh, she probably has three or four consorts hanging out around her. There's a, a variety of races. There's people with, you know, parrots and people with peg legs. And mm. Now, your crew are all those of smaller stature. So at 4-3, you're actually the biggest crew member. That's right. It's, it's not like she didn't notice me on this ship. I, I, I'm the I'm the biggest guy on the on the deck. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> uh, uh, com- Commander Bladewater, if I may. Why? <laughs> okay. Well, since I picked it, why, yes, come, come sit beside me. Hey, I love the cut of your jib. <laughs> well, we are, we all, we both hail from the same area. That's true. I do. Yeah, right. <laughs> it makes dialectic sense. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to intrude your, your consort meeting. Uh, Gideon Sweets, a pleasure to meet you. I am uh, uh, one of the uh, sh- uh, shipmen on the, <laughs> I don't want to say seamen, but shipmen on this ship. <laughs> Um, uh, some have called me a cabin boy. I'm kind of new to the crew. I'm rambling. I just wanted to ask if you were uh, nervous about the mustering. Well, I have to tell you, Gideon, I, I, I do have to make my peace with my God before I head here. Either way, I am leaving the pirating life, the smuggler's life behind. Because either I will live and I will be the ruler of the seat of Mavros. You'd be great for that, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Or I should be killed. And swept up into Mavros's bosom. Ah, uh, I, 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 I don't think I knew that these were to the death. <laughs> you, you, you seem to spare the ones in the cliffs. Are, are these these final fights? They're pretty more serious then. Uh, the, uh, for the lesser fights, as as you work your way up the ladder, yes, most of them survive because it's just basically until someone falls down. There's no calling for surrender, of course. Anyone who surrenders is killed instantly. Of course they would be. Of course. We all we all know Mavris lore. Well, Gideon sweats. <laughs> if you're a follower of Mavros, you do not surrender. That's just that's bad form. It's sacrilege, really. It's it's going against the your own beliefs. So, there's very few surrenders, but lots of people are knocked out. It's only the final 8 that happen in the arena that are to the death. I suppose I could end up getting knocked out, but 
I hope I don't shame myself that way. I hope to either live or die by Mavros's grace. Right. Absolutely. I bow. But I, I, I appreciate you coming to visit. Hopefully you get to see me fight in one of the side pits, not in the main pit, of course, because... Wait, we, we can't watch you if you get into the top eight? No, well, well there's one way you can watch, um, uh, but that... <laughs> I don't know if that's something you want to do. One of the ways that you can watch is you become one of the foe fighters. What's a foe fighter? Well, all the town gods are invited because they themselves are very holy. So what the town does or what the, the tent city does as it's sprung up around the, the seat is they uh, draft deputies whose job it is to beat up robbers and stop crime. So all the non-fighter types are uh, invited to become a deputy, and anyone who chooses to be a deputy gets to sit in the special deputy section, the foe fighter <laughs> section, uh, and gets a chance to see the final eight. So I it's see. a very popular role, and I, I would suggest that this is, this is the best way for you to see some of the, the best fighters in the world. So if you get a chance, and if you can buckle down... And set aside your pirate and smuggler ways and actually work as a deputy, then you'll get in a chance to sit in on the event. Well, I, I would hate to miss your matches. And yeah, while, while beating up robbers kind of goes against every professional code that I have, it, it, it may be worth <laughs> it to, to dip in on the events. It's celebrating Mavros by hitting somebody. Right, and then I could just uh, quit after, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they don't <laughs> want you around. They have the town guard there to, to, to keep the peace. Outstanding. I'll collect severance pay and be on my way. And, but remember, this is the seat of Mavros, so there's going to be lots of fights that the town guards won't step in on. Because if you're not here and able to fight, then what are you doing here? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, I'm a boatswain. What, I, what I've just figured out now is my position on the boat. I'm the boatswain. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you on behalf of the captain that we're glad you finally figured out what it is you're supposed to be doing on the ship. Because you've been on it for about six months. And honestly, he was wondering why you will keep wandering around and picking up random pieces of rope and tossing things overboard. Yeah, just la lounging, you know, trying to, you know. Right. Cruise director. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. I, I, I consider myself an events manager. Anyway, gotta go tie off the boat. Bye. Yeah, it's not called tied off the. Gotta oh, make sure the rope mind. gets on the dock. All right, pirate town. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's just quickly stop here. Griffin, give me your top four nautical sayings, just to sort of get a sense of your of your nautical experience. Absolutely, no problem. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> Yeah, okay, good, good, yeah. Uh, uh, you'll be, <laughs> oh, wait, I was going to say you'll be sleeping with the fishes, but that's that's a mafia <laughs> that's, thing. Uh, uh, that's kind of a, although that's kind of a you'll pirate thing. You'll be sleeping thing. with yeah. the fishes. Uh, yeah. Davy Jones Locker. <laughs> yeah, good, and, good, yeah. Uh, uh, port and starboard. Excellent. And do you know which side is port and which side is starboard? Absolutely, I do. Now, moving on to the next character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as... Uh, as Griffin's character, come on! Oh yeah, Gideon. As Gideon, as Gideon rolls up the boat to the deck and ties some rope to something else, I do a really bad knot. I've no one's taught me knots yet. Oh! <laughs> we flash over to Maeve now. Maeve, there was somebody when you left. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your half elf acquaintance from your past. Yes, um, before I left, my uh father his his keep um there was a 
young man. Well, I assume he was young. <laughs> I, there's no way to tell with elves. Uh, um, he was being kept in the, the dungeon. I do not know for what purpose. But we became fast friends. And I may or may not have helped him escape the keep. <laughs> but he fled. And I do miss him dearly. So I am here to find him. I suppose. He's right. a fighter. I, I figured he would be here. And you have seen past musterings happen in your court when you're with your father. The vampire ones tend to be a little more brutal in terms of what happens to the losers and things. Yes. So you know of the mustering and you would know about this big event. Yes. And I, th I think it's reasonable that given that, in fact, you knew he was a fighter and that there will be thousands of people here, um, that you would come here looking for him. Mm-hmm. Now... As you uh, were wandering in, as you came across, you come across what is known as the Bone Road. So this is one of the main overland roads that gets you into the seat of Mavros. It is actually also used by a lot of Mavros uh, pilgrims as a way to prove their loyalty or their devotion by uh, spending time on this road, coming from wherever they're coming from. So you, uh, you're basically going overland, you're coming from the northeast, but eventually you, you will come across this road. You actually probably hear it before you actually see it as you get into the, the wasteland oh, itself. No. You will see just a long procession. They're all moving at a various pace, uh, every mile or so, there is a guard. They're just standing, watching the people go by when strange animals or monsters or things swoop in to attack one of the pilgrims. They don't intervene. Right. They simply seem to be watchers. Am I, I, am, I am marching with everyone or I am just coming in? You're just coming in and you decide to follow along with them. You were attracted to the name, the Bone Road. Yes, I, I like bones. I make my uh, my earrings out of bones. Yeah, so it had sort of a nostalgic sounding name. Something it reminded you of, you know, the comforts of home. Ah, I love this stench. <laughs> it's very nice, actually. The sun, I, we don't, it, it kind of like bakes it in a way. It's nice. It's very great. <laughs> yeah. I come down, I tighten my, uh, my little robe and I come down and I, I fall into rank with everyone who is marching. All right. Just roll me a, let's see, roll me a 20 sider, please. Ooh, first, first roll, roll for me. Oh, yes. Ay, ay. <laughs> <laughs> it is a natural one. No. no. <laughs> I'm That's not fucking joking. <laughs> right. Does she get to there we go. I know it doesn't actually count, but does it, was it an ability check? Does she get to add anything? Uh, no, she doesn't get to add anything. So as, as you sort oh, of no. come out of the widow lens onto the road, you just trip and you just sprawl oh, face down. Ouch. Aye. And... Uh, well, it turns out that most of the road is looks like it's just skulls, right? Like, it's Can I pick up a little piece of skull <laughs> while I am on the ground? Yeah, absolutely. The skull that you chipped with your face. <laughs> <laughs> so as you sort of sprawl there, slowly picking yourself up and, aye, and then aye. get distracted by picking up these pieces of bone and, and things from the, from the bone road, from the skulls. It will make a good necklace. You, you see this massive uh, hand come down in front of you and say... Oh, gosh, there, uh, miss, you You need a hand up? I guess, and I take his hand, 
his like very big I I grab like two of his fingers because this hand is very big and he sort of lifts you bodily up the ground and you see it's this monster minotaur and he's got these big big brown eyes and and this massive chest and this massive axe and he mm. goes well you're sure uh, a, a brave person to come out here amongst all these other fellers yes I know we're heading off to the seat of Mavros I am the chosen of Mavros from my town of Kalebale. You are yes. the chosen of Mavros. <laughs> okay. No, uh, uh, there's a lot of chosen of Mavros all along oh. this road. Because most of us have, have fought already. Did you fight? Are you a, a Mavros chosen? I am here to, I guess, see what it is all about, yes. Um, and and oh. maybe test my, my worth. I don't. No, I'm really, oh. I don't really know what I am doing. I am just trying to get to where you are going. If you must know, not that it's any of your business. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm happy just to, just to walk. I was just giving you help up. You're, you're free to walk with me or you're free to just plumb ignore me. As I, I'm just going to walk now. Part, part of me. And you can see he's kind of like minotaur blushing. Oh. <laughs> Uh, what is what is your name? My name is Keenheart. Oh, I am Maeve, and I stick out my hand. Oh, uh, <laughs> pleased to meet you, Maeve. Pleased to meet you, Maeve. Maeve. Yes, you don't need to say Maeve. it over and over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've just never heard heard a name like Maeve before. It kind of rolls off the tongue. Uh, so do you want a walking buddy or... Oh, sure do. I sure do. All these other fellas here get annoyed by my cowbell that rings every time I step. But <laughs> I am happy oh, to nice. walk along with you. I, I, I can sing you a song because in addition to me being a terrible fighter, I'm also a terrible singer. Oh, I am so looking forward to our time together. Heart. Let's go, I guess. <laughs> I start walking away. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And he comes. <laughs> His cowbell. Comes up beside you. Oh. And so he he walks along with you for the next. Uh, actually, it, it probably only takes you the half a day. So he has told you several stories. He talks about his farm he talks about the the work he's done and he gets into all the minutia and the next day when i had breakfast i only had about nice. four scoops of oat for that breakfast and then the following day oh wait i forgot about lunch oh we cannot forget about lunch you are so right keenheart oh my <laughs> god maybe it is he it is a next challenge you know is um chosen of mavros maybe we have to be very quiet you know <laughs> <laughs> to like test our um, our stealth and sneaky, right? All right, I'll get you to roll me a persuasion there. Ooh, Ooh. twenty-two. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> goes huge gambit from that one to twenty-two. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're probably right. My grandfather always told me to be stoic, and that's my, that's what I should intend to do. Is I will be stoic until we reach the seat of Mavros. So, right. I'm going to keep absolutely quiet. Oh, you should probably give me your um, your bell as well. It's going to give you away, no problem. <gasps> You're right. I've always had such <gasps> trouble sneaking up on people. Yes. And I don't know why. 
All right, though. So from this point on, I am only going to be quiet. I am so silent. You won't be able to tell if I'm here or not. I will be so quiet. You won't know that I'm here. You're going to wonder if I had died and I'm walking along. (gasps) I'm sorry I said died and walking along. I, I am not meaning any disrespect to you or your former life. My former what? What is this? Yeah. What do you... Uh, you don't know anything about me, Keenheart. Give me your bell. All right. So he gives you his cowbell. Because my uncle... My uncle gave me that cowbell. I will give it back to you when we get there. But for now, we are sneaky. Very sneaky quiet, right? Yes. All right. So you guys walk... Uh, you will walk into the Seat of Mavros and you'll see this majestic coliseum rising up. And it is ringed, like I said, with tents that sort of spread out from it. There is this road that's obviously kept clear, but otherwise you start to see tents appear and music and laughter and bells and you hear fighting and the ringing of of blacksmiths as Ah, everything's being built. This is exciting a little bit. And you can feel everyone around you actually get more excited and there's uh, more talking and you see uh, Keenheart like practically blue in the face trying so hard <laughs> to keep quiet and he's pointing at stuff like frantically pointing it at, <laughs> at things but he's not saying anything uh, oh, we're almost there yeah uh, yes I would like to uh, give Keenheart his his bell back now okay silent game is over you did it you did it here is your bell <laughs> goes hopefully i'll get a chance to kill you in the arena and he shakes your hand oh you and, are oh okay and, and he gallops off clopping <laughs> i stand there and i tighten my robe a little more <laughs> and i keep going i'm wearing like like black leather armor i have a little cape um it's a nice. full-length red cape, you know, totally. Um, <laughs> I have mesh uh, fingerless gloves, um, a ton of ear piercings, and uh, my armor I've, like, purposely distressed and ripped myself. <laughs> so, it's, so it's less effective. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and combat boots. And, like, heavy eye makeup and the whole sort of yes, goth thing. Right. totally heavy eye makeup. I also have, um, like, a ruffle, like a ruffled collar. Just very vampy looking. Right. Cool. <laughs> and, and pale skin. And what color is your hair? Uh, black. It's in a couple space buns. On top of my head, I, I oh, did right, them right. like I do them every single day, uh, even though I've been on the road for three weeks. <laughs> it's very important. All right, let's flash uh, over to Chisk. So Chisk, you knew that uh, one of the next stops for Isabella's merchant caravan was to head into the seat of Mavros during the time of the mustering. Now, you didn't know anything about the mustering. She would have explained a little bit about it to you. The merchant caravan is heading there not only to try and sell some stuff, but to pick up things because it's one of the few times where actual blacksmiths and things are working. Otherwise, they retreat, you know, they leave and head back to their their native lands. So you you don't know anything about that. She did advise you to come down there because there was so many different people. There was definitely scholars. There would have been there would be lectures happening on fighting techniques. Yes. So there would be the opportunity to learn so many things. And I think after your time as a toad and and 
the the visitation <laughs> you would have had from your God's representative. I think the the desire for knowledge, any knowledge, meeting people, doing those things would be overwhelming. Mm. I have thirst for exploring at the moment. Right. Any new thing I can get my hands on. Your time right. as a toad sounds sounds like a career change. <laughs> what is your time as a toad? It changed my perspective on the world. <laughs> I think it I think it sounds like a special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a different episode. <laughs> yeah. Episode fifty is just one shot with just Kevin and Diego. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you guys would you guys would be there. You just would be doing you would be other toads that other <laughs> toads. We'll just be all the uh, ambi- uh, we're all the sound effects. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit. So you're coming into uh the seat of Mavros from the north, the Rotgard Forest. And you would see way off in the distance, without being able to see any detail, the Othol Vang Slagish. Othol Vang Slagish. Yes. Cool. Yes, we all <laughs> I, know uh, what that is. <laughs> I, I, assume, I assume I would have been able to say goodbye to my mom and dad and my siblings. Yes. Okay, good. Yep. I'm, I'm feeling a little nervous because I've never been too far away from the Roadgut Forest. Right. And as you walk further south, the trees start to disappear. It turns rocky. It's sort of, you see more bush, more scrub. And then even that starts to get, uh, it, it gets drier. There's, you know, fewer and fewer actual plants. How do you feel about the sun? I, I love the sun. The, the, All right. the sun is the only thing that keeps me alive, mostly. The sun and <laughs> the rain. Ah, okay. So we never established that. Are you, do you eat or are you strictly like solar? Solar <laughs> powered. Wind powered. If it's, if it's all the same to you, I really like the sun and I don't <laughs> eat other things. <laughs> I can, I can. I have organs and things that can potentially do things to the food, but I rather just have sun. Cool. So you wouldn't, do you, do you eat plants then? Are you vegetarian or is that cannibalism? (laughs) I, I think there are plants whose sole purpose is to provide certain food for other pineys and animals. It's like a hunter going to get only what he needs to eat from the forest. Correct. Yes. So you probably have to, like, po- apologize to the carrot. <laughs> I have to talk to it very gently and say, thank you, Mr. Plant or Mrs. Plant, uh, for providing <laughs> nutrition for me for the day. So let's say you find this uh, uh, succulent <laughs> baby carrot, wild <laughs> carrot. What, what would you... What would what would Chisk say to the carrot? Uh, Chisk would approach it and make sure that there are no other animals or, or other pineys who are in more need of of oh. the carrot itself. <laughs> right. And then lay down uh, just a, a hand and say, "Hello." <laughs> no. I, Hello. I'm here to ask for your nutrition, if you will. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, are you sure? It's it's really not not much. Do you speak with plants? Is that a chist thing? Is that an actual thing? Uh, I, I think mean, we have to, to say yes, right? <laughs> this, I didn't want this scene to ever end. Okay. <laughs> I love how the carrot's just fine with it. That's the best yeah. part. Yeah. Also, that that opens up the door to carrot folk, and I'm super here. <gasps> yeah. 
Uh, are you sure? It's. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm just oh, gonna. Yeah. No, it's good. Sometimes grab it. My 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 uncle had to wait a long time before he was eaten, so I'm glad. Oh, you oh you want to be eaten? <laughs> yes. Well, of course. That's what carrots are for. I mean, oh, oh really, fantastic! What else can I? What else? I mean, I've put down roots. I've uh, I've sprouted. Yeah. I've talked to my other carrots. They're they all sound exactly the same. So it's not much fun. So I'm happy to take the next step of my evolution. I can I can take you places if you want to see. There is there something you'd like to see before I eat you? Or I see. So you're proposing having a carrot as like a familiar? Uh, if you'd like to come along, I'd love to have you with me. No, it it, it won't work out. It'll I'll just mm. be like an undead, withered carrot. Yeah, I figured. Well, an, okay, an ignoble end, as we say. In in carrotees. Well, if you don't mind, Mister Carrot, I'm just going to put you in my mouth now. <laughs> Ciao. You yeah. gotta go to Carrot Town. Yeah. we're gonna go to Carrot Town. Yeah. Ow! Ow! To. Ow! Just no! Kidding. No! <laughs> just, <laughs> just spit him out immediately. Yeah. Oh, uh, now that now look at this. I, I'm all over the place. Sorry, let, let's get this over with. And I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure we want to roleplay every single carrot you're going to eat, yeah, yeah. but th- that just establishes... <laughs> I, uh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ignore City, the audio fiction rock musical, is now part of the Fantasy Network. In this post-apocalyptic future where technology is outlawed, Devin Rimpa, a scrappy bike messenger, befriends a sentient robot head named Saner0805. She embarks on a grand adventure through Ignore City to save civilization before government agents catch up with her. It's Futurama meets the Terminator, but with singing. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and podcast platforms everywhere. Yeah. The three of you make your separate ways into uh, the main square. All of you would have walked through past pits being set up and being organized and there's seats bedding areas there are uh, sort of covered areas for noble people there's judging contests there's you know mud wrestling happening over here there's games of skill and archery and and things happening over there the crowds are all milling around in this central area when you see this quite barrel chested uh, knoll big sort of officious he's got the sort of huge sort of handlebar mustache he comes uh he, he comes up or he um, stands up on this uh, platform and he says oh, well welcome to the, uh, this uh, this year's um, uh, the mustering we will get started officially next uh tomorrow morning bright and early please check the rule calls for your uh, uh, place for all contestants all the chosen of Ambrose, we have a a light lunch happening tonight uh, there will be a reception plus you will all get your badges and lanyards actually uh, <laughs> uh, captain Poddings, i don't know if you're feeling this too but i've been really fiending for like four cups of oat for dinner i can't wait to delve in in, in, in the meantime time uh, there is the tradition of we need our foe fighters in in preparation so if um if you're interested in becoming a foe fighter and receive a seat at the seat of mavros with your own souvenir button does he does he point to like a sign up list or something yeah there's a sign up list it's uh, we can only take uh the first one thousand assignees don't 
Dilly dally. Uh, I immediately rush over to the sign up. <laughs> okay. So there's a big crowd. Everybody's like waving their arms around, but very few of them are fighters. So it's all more slappy than anything else. Elbows up. <laughs> Elbows yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of pushing through with one of my crew members and going, yeah, you know, I, I, I was thinking boat swain, but cabin boy might be better, but I could just call myself a foe fighter for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yeah. So you guys are getting the list. Chisk, what are you doing? I, I look to Isabella and I say, um, Isabella, I, I think this could be an interesting opportunity to, to learn how to fight. I've never done it before or, or not much anyway. So do you think I could I should sign up? I know it's, we've been walking a lot and not a lot of talking, so I understand <laughs> your, your vocal cords are a little tired. She's a little parched. So my toad mine wants to go to the, become a foe fighter. Oh, I think that's very dashing. I think it could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I have a, have a I have an issue. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how to write, so you have to put my name down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Woman of few words, <laughs> as played by Maggie Grace in the Dice <laughs> Cast podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Chisk reminds me of like a very sweet, uh, like nature documentary narrator. That is the vibe that oh. I am getting. <laughs> so oh, sweet. That's, that would be the perfect role for Chisk, really. That's is. pretty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nature voiceover. Seven yeah. episodes on baby carrots. Um. So I, I grab, I grab Isabella, and I kind of go, "Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me." push through the people all right so you guys all get up there you all sign up uh later in the day they are assigning uh groups and uh you see the uh the uh, sheriff noel with the big uh mustache comes up and he he reads off he starts breezing off names and you are divided into groups of four the three of you are chosen you are going to be group Three eight seven. Three eight seven. That will be Chisk, Big Willard, Mave, and Gideon. I, I look immediately jealously to whoever Big Willard is. <laughs> so Big Willard, you see, is this like very proud, arrogant, with huge kind of epaulets. He's this rat folk. Oh, stinky. Am I, am I taller than Big Willier? Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Never mind. I say out loud. <laughs> Never mind. All good. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's... Uh, so Big Willier's like, oh yeah, it's great. It's, it's a great job. And uh, uh, this is my third time being a full fighter. So and if you guys have any questions, you just, you just come to me. So uh, I will be... I think uh, I should be the uh, senior foe fighter here. Captain, we are ready to roll. I hate him. (laughs) You are given this uh, list of rules. It's pretty straightforward. If you see anyone causing problems, you are to beat them up. If you see anyone stealing, just beat them up. If you see anyone beating someone else, you ignore them. Uh, if you see anything going on that's untowards, question them and then rough them up. 
Um, I turn to um, the other, uh, my other group members, and I say, Okay, so our goal is to beat people up, but I must say I do not have a lot of experience with hand-to-hand combat, so... It feels like we might, we might be fine. This, this uh, lovely rat folk seem very confident in being the senior uh, foe fighter, so it feels like he can handle most fights. We can just hang back. Right, and sorry, what I... Your names? Oh, apologies. My name's Gideon Sweets. Oh, nice to meet you, Maeve Maldorava. This is Big Williard. Oh, no, yes, that's... Yes, I gathered. That's not my name. My name is Chisk. Oh. Oh, but you are so big. For, for, for your kind, yes, I, but I'm just Chisk. I'm actually pretty average for my kind. Thank you. Oh. And me too. And we're all average for our kind. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, uh, Big Williard, when do we have to, like be patrolling the streets, and when do we get to just go watch the fat? Well, from what I remember from last year, we all, all had to go to the... We all went to the uh, the fight on the uh, second last day, uh, or the uh, the last day, or the third last day. Oh, that is so specific and helpful, Big Will. So, we have... We have <laughs> if you check on the back of your landlord, lanyard, it'll, it'll give you the day. Did we get our lanyards? Oh! I, here, here! I forgot. I hand out the lanyards. Here's, here's. This is your lanyard. And oh, come on now, Big Will. You're the senior member. I know. I know. I've got. I've got it. I've got it under control. I know where our patrol area is. That's the, that's the key thing. <laughs> I lean. I lean over to Chisk and say, "I think. Uh, I think Big Will's wearing a toupee." <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, a a roster or like a list of the fighters who are competing? Yeah, tournament bracket. Because we're foe fighters, we can probably go see the main list at the organizational uh, at the organizational tent in that in it's in, it's in the amphitheater right now, the pit. Before the before the fighting starts, I'm getting sipping in southern. Sorry, uh, <laughs> before the fighting starts, there's a there's all the organization happens in the pit itself, right in the coliseum. What they call the seat. So we can go in there and we can maybe get... Uh, uh, are you looking for a friend? Uh, yes. yes. You have I a friend in the in the big pit? I don't know for sure. I would like to find out. I have been looking for him for a while. From what I understand, these are very dangerous fights. So you may want to find him quickly. Mm, yes. Uh, where is uh, the main amphitheater? Is in the center. Yes. Well, uh, my colleagues, if it is okay with you, not that I really care, I would like to go see this list. Yeah, I gotta look for my friend too. That sounds too sweet to me. Yeah, I'd like to meet uh, new friends. Excuse me, Big Will. I ha- I've noticed that you haven't given us our souvenir buttons yet. Here, here's the souvenir buttons, and here's ten percent off all all tent treats. <laughs> Wait, sorry, are you a merchant? No, this, <laughs> this is the swag bag. You get oh, I sign up. Perfect. Oh, there's like balloons in here. (laughs) They put balloons in. I grab the pin and I like stick it in my body and go ah. (laughs) 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 It's like a little glass ball with with the seat of mappers in it. When you shake it, all the corpses float slowly (laughs) down. Oh, this is cute. (laughs) I quite like this one. All right, so you head in. And uh, you get through all of the various things. You flash your badges at people. My badge definitely has my name spelled wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, mine too, for sure. Yeah, and it's and it's all <laughs> disorganized, and it takes a long time. But you finally get to where you can see 
there's probably 30 people frantically writing and organizing and talking and arguing in the middle of the amphitheater. And you see uh, uh, like almost a two-story tent. It's definitely a, it's sort of a, a built-up platform where they're organizing and sorting and runners are coming in and out as they get messages. So right here in this middle of this area here, this is where, uh, this is the heartbeat. And up until the third last day, the last three days are the big event. Right. And then they clear all this out of here and then everyone files in here for the final eight. Uh, I'll do a quick scan of the list to see if I can't find uh, uh, my pirate queen. Uh, Go ahead and roll investigation. That is a... Oh, 13. Uh, yeah, no problem. The list itself is pretty pretty straight. I mean, it's massive, but it's all in alphabetical order by region. Do I do I see who, sh- who Faye is uh, uh, versing first? Uh, no, you do not. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you okay. do see that her first fight happens uh, the day after tomorrow, and it's at pit number 11. Excuse me, Big Willie, can I see this fight? Are we? Do we have to be on duty for this fight? Uh, we can work out a schedule that'll work out for all of us. We just have to report in when we're ready to do our patrol. Right, well, as a, as a senior a full fighter, you, you would probably take more hours that is a very than good point. us. We That's are very, very new. Point. Oh, I see right? what you mean, yeah. You are more, much yes. more responsible. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out. You might, uh, uh, you're right. Yes. I, I'm going to do five hours. I can hours. tell by your demeanor. I am demeanor. I'm demeanor than anyone in town. <laughs> That's not... It no, does not mean what you think it means. I, I nudge me. Your wordplay is actually impeccable. You are a senior member. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you look too mean. But <laughs> As you probably know, rat folk are very kind-hearted, so even the meanest ones uh, are apologetic. I didn't know that. May I look at this list and see if I may find my friend? Sure. Roll me investigation. Oh, I'm proficient, though. It's a 15. Okay. You can also find your friend. Who's, what's your friend's name, by the way? Veridan. I don't have a last name. He didn't tell me. Right. Veridan is fighting uh, in pit number 14 tomorrow. I uh, I pull out my book of, I have a book of poems that I keep, you know, when I feel like I need to write a poem and I write that down. Okay. Uh, as, as, <laughs> because... Chisk is looking over your shoulder. Can you can you just read out one of your poems or one of your a short version of one of your poems that that Chisk happens to to read? Uh, I have a little like blurb on the top of the page. Um, there are like stars and like clouds <laughs> thrown around it, and it says a uh, uh, blackest night meets brightest day. I know that I will find a way. <laughs> And then just dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Very because good. Because I did not finish. <laughs> Very suspenseful. Hi, what are you doing? Uh, s- sorry, I just saw... It looked interesting. It's got nice pictures and, and very beautiful writing. So I just... Oh, I'm curious. He doesn't read, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw I just saw the do- dot, 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 and I've, it's suspenseful. So I understand that. It reminded you of tiny baby carrots. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Little seeds. <laughs> it's just like my cousins. <laughs> do you Do you draw? Chisk, your name is Chisk. Yeah, Do you yes, um, I, I can a little bit, oh. not too much. I've never, I haven't. Do you write poems as well? Uh, in my mind, about the things I see, I don't 
know how to write. He does leave mostly like oh. arrangements with like flowers and plants and rocks and things. It, yeah, we we pioneer read a lot into imagery, so I I like the the stuff you've put around the words. Well, thank you. Just that is very nice. Maybe I will teach you one day if you know. Yes, I would love we to. We are still friends after this. If you want to be friends after mm, this, I don't. I know. have a very good feeling we will. You know, it's best not to kind of force these things. <laughs> kind of let the friendship grow. We'll see how it goes. When did you get here? What I, what I'm saying is, I'm really into Big <laughs> Willie. We got to keep him around. <laughs> I, I maintain a good friendship with almost everyone I meet, actually. <laughs> oh. I am so happy for you. I have no friends. I have one friend, and I don't know if he is even here. Oh, well, he is here. I see on the thing, but I don't know if he will be here for long. You just gained three more friends. Oh! <laughs> I tried to hug Big Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Back off there, fella. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Trying to try, try to read the room. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys uh, all agree to beat... Uh, tomorrow, uh, is there anything you want to do tonight before we leap into it? I would like to know how hungry I am. Ooh, that's a very woof. interesting point. Woof, I would woof, say woof. you're pretty hungry because you haven't seen very many people as you've been traveling. This is the most, you know, given your background, this is the most number of non-vampires you've ever seen. You probably had no idea yes. there were this many in the world. So as you look around, you can probably spot one or two other Dampier, but they don't uh, see you. And unless you approach them, so it's, it's let's say it's like mid to late afternoon. Um, and these other Dampier are awake. They're like awake and walking around. They are. Yeah, I guess I would like to approach one of them. Uh, whoever looks friendlier. Uh, you find a, a a very tall, very thin, uh, but very well-built Dampier. She looks quite a bit older. She has long, straight silver hair. And oh. her skin has almost a greenish glow to it. And she has very dark eyes. She's wearing a lanyard. Uh, but she is talking with, it looks like uh, just two humans or, or half-elves. And then mm. the other one you find is actually quite short, heavy set. Again, very well dressed, not wearing a lanyard. Has uh, red eyes and this sort of majestic beard that goes down to his knees. Mm. I, he is alone? He's, he seems to be alone. He's walking along the stalls. I would like to approach him. Um, I, I come up behind him and I tap him on the shoulder. And he kind of looks around and his beard follows him a second later as it catches up to him, his head. <laughs> and he says, Sorry, you uh, uh, caught me off guard. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry to um, interrupt. You are like me. I notice you are like me. He kind of squints at you a minute and he says, uh, Yes, yes, I am uh, Lornar of... Lornarf, I am Maeve. It's very nice to meet you. Uh, listen, I um, am having a bit of a problem. <laughs> I'm a little, like, I, I, I have been on the road for a very long time, and I am a little bit hungry, and I am wondering what people like you and me do in these situations with these lots of people. You're looking uh, for a bite to eat. Yes, yes, ah, yes. Of course. This way. And he swirls his sort of... Uh, he, he doesn't have a cape, but he has lots of loose flowing clothes. 
I swirl my cape for sure. I see him do that, and I try to copy him. Are we still to- are we still together as a group? Or yeah, I think you guys are tagging along behind. Okay, can I do a quick insight check on this dude? Sure. Uh that's uh two. Look, looks hey. fine. To- <laughs> it looks fine to you. This guy seems actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's got really loose clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of food are, are we looking for? What do you? What kind do you eat? Uh, blood. Huh? Blood? It's blood. <laughs> what? Why are... Uh, you, you skip... Uh, 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 just to be clear, you skip over the meat and you yes. go straight for... Uh, okay? Why are, are you, you looking not, at me so strange? And, and what And what do no, you uh, eat? Do you eat like wood or... Yeah, I, I'm not judging. I, I, I've never heard of such a thing, so it's, uh, it's new to me. It's surprising. That's all. Well, what? I suppose we... you have a lot to learn. Little bench boy. <laughs> uh, did you just call me a bench boy? Yes, you look like a bench. I am a young adult. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, I think she meant birch. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> yes, I would like to follow this man. He uh, leads you in uh, an area of the ruined city, and uh, there's several uh, that have still some of the ruins that are like two, three stories tall, and are are in shadow and shade and you see these large tents that or not even tents really just things that sort of block out the sun and uh, you see that there is one called the uh, the dew drop and there's another one that's called the majestic and both of these are blood salons I have never seen these before. All right, problems, problem solved. <laughs> it's by donation, actually. Uh, Lord of, which one is your favorite? The dewdrop is more uh, eclectic, and uh, the majestic is uh, filled with uh, heavy set people. Lots of lots of heavy set people with rich, rich uh, veins, full of all sorts of herbs and spices. Like a <laughs> good Kentucky girl. I thank you for bringing me here. I don't know <laughs> if I would have uh, found this on my own. I'm going to go with my <laughs> friends now. <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> yes, of course. You go where you need to go. I will... Good hunting and goodbye. And he swirls up into the crowd. Damn, he is cool. <laughs> Uh, my colleagues, if you don't mind, I am a little peckish. So do you guys want to go in? Or, first of all, do you like the dewdrop, the eclectic, lower-cost dewdrop, or do you want to try the majestic? Probably the dewdrop. I feel like I might just wait outside. I, I don't. That feels like probably not my scene, you know? Yeah, I, I, I was wondering if you had the same... Impulse. Well, I mean, if you're just finding out about Dampiers in general, it might be good for you to pop in, but I've, I've seen my fair share. What, do you have a problem, yeah. Gideon? Is there a problem with me? No, not at all. It, I, I get queasy. <laughs> uh, not, it's kind of a... I don't get sea legs. It's kind of like a... Blood legs. Yeah, blood legs. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe it is for the best, then, that you stay outside. Do, do you... This, this might sound like a weird ask but do you mind if i watch <laughs> yeah it no. certainly took what awkward now <laughs> it's just, i just i was is 
Is there a protocol? <laughs> I think you should just announce <laughs> that you'd like to watch. And is, then there, just go. is there a visitor sign in? <laughs> no, or... I just want to learn. That's all. You, you know uh, enough about these places, Maeve, that this is just like a bar. You're just going in for a drink. Oh, okay. So if your friend all wants right. to come in and not drink, that's totally fine. You are like my DD. I don't know I what that is either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, if you would like to uh, come in and, and see, maybe I could answer some questions. Or not, you could just sit there if you want. I don't care what you do. Uh, I'll ask questions as they come up. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I, Gideon, if you will be okay here. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably just uh, sit on the step or hang out with, with Big Will Big here. Willy. Or maybe go check in on my crew. We'll see what happens. I, I get a little antsy, but yeah, don't want to go into the Blood Palace. <laughs> it's not a palace, it's a tent. Uh, the place is uh, lit with candles. It's two or three layers, so it's quite dim. Your eyes oh, both adjust quite well. You What you see is sort of a two half-circle bars... There are six or seven big urns on both bars, and there are people drinking blood, mostly Dampir, but there's also some ghouls. There's a couple of vampires wearing dark shades and wrapped up tightly in bales. Um, I put my hood over my head. I don't want any... Perhaps if my father is sending people after me, I don't want them to know I am here. Or even just the local champion. You wouldn't know this year who the who the mustering was, who the, must, the local right. chosen was. And uh, so basically there are uh, like 10 different kinds of blood you can choose from. Uh, these urns, each of them are kept at nice warm temperature. There's no actual, you're not drinking off bodies. It's it's being dispensed into glasses. Right. And there's low, quiet talk and, and laughter. And you see dampiers of various sizes and shapes and ages and things. I like to look at all of the casks and see which one might be like the most sweet. Like, say like a, a seltzer or like a, a white claw <laughs> right a juice <laughs> right there's one called strawberry angel <laughs> oh that one yeah I go for that one so it's quite a light poppy it has a bit of a it has <laughs> it has a bit of an aftertaste but it has a nose of blueberries and chocolate I love this Chis, you want to try some uh, hmm Sure. <laughs> I give him my glass. Here you go. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. I take a sip. I watch right. him so expectantly. <laughs> okay. Roll me a constitution there, Jisk. <laughs> Just going to get addicted to this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, uh, that's 14. All right. So you, you feel your uh, piney... <laughs> But you manage to swallow it down. You realize it's a hundred percent animal, and it's I, I. It tastes like iron and dark dirt. What do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's very interesting. I'll say that it. You don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that it's. What uh, do people eat this? Perhaps for a this? better time. You know, it's it's kind of like a thing of, of the. Uh, 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 yeah, event. It's an event thing. All right, well, I don't want to make you miserable sitting here doing something you don't want to do, so let's go. No, I'm not. Oh, goodness. I chug it, and I get up. <laughs> oh, clang. 
<laughs> Are you coming? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gideon, they come out much faster than you expect. Uh, Gideon was just doing like the very, very stereotypical rogue thing of just like pinging a coin on the corner of the blood <laughs> farm. <laughs> the blood farm. <laughs> I would love to go see where my uh, where my crewmates are at. All right. So most of them are still gathered along the riverbank. They're still at the near the water itself. Now the water is really kind of marshy, sort of stinky, sulfur kind of smell. Right as you get farther mm-hmm. and farther inland. Um, but that being said, there's still uh, there's inns down there. There's a, a you know big tent sort of tavern in kind of area listen uh i doesn't have any blood necessarily but uh, there's a nice little tavern in where me and my crew usually stay Uh, it's kind of a ride if you guys want to come okay so my tavern is no good but yours is fine that's fine whatever it's probably going to be lame anyway (laughs) yes it's it's, i mean i understand that i may have uh messed up here i I would i need some bread and some beer that's my kind of blood you know can I can I roll an inside check to see how Maeve, if like she's like really like this, or if she's just like putting on an act, <laughs> or if she's just sixteen? Because she like really perked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's just like teenager. <laughs> I think I don't think you need to roll. I think you guys should just play that out. Okay. Because <laughs> that way, that way she could decide if she's really like that. Great. I'm not gonna ask her. So oh, okay. <laughs> <We're fine. laughs> so you're just gonna start. Are watching you always her like this? <laughs> yeah, I'll keep an eye on. How about this? We go to my tavern, and then tomorrow I will try a thimble of your your juice. Okay. If you think you uh, can handle it. I, I do not, but we'll do our best. All right. <laughs> He's more like honey and bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a Winnie the Pooh pirate. <laughs> yeah. You guys head down. You guys are heading down the street, and you're, and as you're just Getting to the Galloping Gourmet, which is... You're going to love this place. It's not as good as soup, but it's pretty good. The soup the soup place. I have heard of the soup That's place. That's right, the Mercurial Tower. We all know it. We all love it. We're going to go there eventually. It's famous around the continent, <laughs> I've heard. I do not know what soup is, but I would like it. It's kind of like a like a, a spicy blood. Maeve, I will get you to roll me a perception check, please. It is... A 12. All right. So as you're heading into the bar, just as you're about, you lift the flap to go into this, the tented area, there is the sounds of distress and anxiety and cries coming from around the corner. And we will. Did you hear that? Call it there for tonight. Oh, oh my, my, my crew's total. They're all dead. They're going to be all <laughs> They're dead. all dead. <laughs> Kevin's killed all of them. Next time, we will start up with a leap into the uh, the action, and we'll see where that takes us. Yay. Thank you very much to the Cobalt Press for uh, providing all these awesome materials. Thank you very much yeah. to the Boy Woo! King of Idaho for providing all of our Woo! awesome music. And uh, I would also just like to uh, acknowledge that all the graphic design for the Die As Cast podcast has been done by Morgan Ermter. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Morgan. My crew's dead. You, you didn't even get to meet any of them. <laughs> I had all these names. Gideon's Crunk, story is like Dunk, stunted. Um, Charlie. Maybe it's my, maybe it's Isabella. Oh, that's true. We have to stop oh, giving no. Kevin ideas. End the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. Bye.
This is Klaus Holm, and I'm the creator of Tempest Investigations. It's the story of the immortal private investigator Jim Corrigan and his friends in San Francisco. If you uh, want to listen to it, you can check out on TFN, creator-distributed, fan-supported.